This week on The Smoke Break, we celebrate my final episode with performances from myself and esoteric rapper Chris the Great. Episodes drop Monday on Spotify and Wednesdays on YouTube. And welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? And our guest, Chris the Great. Yo. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is, well, good news is I'm going to, it's deflecting that there's bad news and that's, this is Malik's last episode. Oh, Oh yes. But the cat is out of the bag. The good news is that uh, we're going to do some music performances today. Yeah. Um, And I'm very excited about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris, you're uh, going to share a song with us and uh, then we're just going to talk a little bit about the topic. Yeah. um, This is a song that I've got coming out uh, February 2nd. Uh, It's called Not Involved. Music video should be dropping um, with it pretty soon. Um, But yeah. Okay. Awesome. Solid. We'll just go ahead and drop that track. What's the the name of it? Uh, It's called Not Involved. It's going to be available on all streaming platforms. Um, Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's do it. All right, how we sounding? Oh, we sound good. Yeah. Uh. Appearance on emergency. Soon as they heard him, heard him scurry with an urgency. Earning cheese to purchase things for currency. You be working hard, but I be working purposefully. Search for me. And I don't even write these songs. This just knowledge God dropped me on a ride along. Write them on a tablet and I'll pass it off as the law. But if I'm not involved, then I'm not involved. And if I am, then you'll know. If all the world's a stage, then the band didn't show. Cause I'm standing alone. Gotta give a hand to the fans in the rows. Not standing to go in the middle of my solo. Peachy on the outside, in the middle I'm solo. Get a load of this guy, he's in the throes of FOMO Didn't my man, it's a I ain't been inclined to photos I may arrive in no clothes, should've known I'm in the nude Now you do, how you doing? My name is Chris, we introduce Good afternoon, good afternoon, should've known I'm in the nude Yeah, should've known I'm in the nude, yeah Listen, uh And I don't even write these songs This just knowledge God dropped me on a ride along Write them on a tablet and I'll pass it off as the law But if I'm not involved, then I'm not involved Smash your lenses, class in session, track attendance Never give them lack of presence, absent menace back to get them Hungry people on the street, gee I guess they lack incentive to eat Back and ready to beef, dairy and cheese Take it unfairly, not sparing a thing As every canary sings, things are not looking up So looking up's not a thing, what does that mean? I was cut from a dream, you were so deep in sleep From out your mind while spring about atrocities not seen in scenes on screens or even in speeches from the people that lead us don't feed us jesus i need fish from the sea companies want to be fishing for me and you and the shit that we view on youtube they sleuth and spy on you and i am not very cool with that but still use they stupid apps guess i'm just a stupid ass that they view me as yeah yeah and I don't even write these songs This just knowledge God dropped me on a ride along Write them on a tablet and I'll pass it off as the law 
But if I'm not involved, then I'm not involved Shouldn't known I'm in the nude Now you do, how we doing? My name is Chris, we introduce Good afternoon, good afternoon Shouldn't known I'm in the nude Now we do, how we doing? My name is Chris, we introduce Good afternoon, good afternoon Yeah Appearance on emergency Soon as they heard him, heard him scurry with an urgency Earning cheese to purchase things for currency You be working hard, but I be working purposefully Search for me Yeah Appreciate y'all Hey You can, you can cut that, Phil Appreciate All right. you, appreciate All right, you appreciate solid you. Mm. Woo, god damn All Chris, right, all right Talk to me about <clears throat> First of all, amazing track. Absolutely. Uh, When's that dropping? That's coming out uh, February second. Okay, February second. All streaming platforms. All okay. Streaming solid, platforms. solid. Tell me about the process of creating this song from front to back. Okay, so this was I made this song probably maybe maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, back when I use youtube beats so this is a youtube beat from a producer I th who i think goes by epic dawn uh so i bought the beat from him i don't steal beats anymore those hey, days are hey, over hey, hey. <laughs> we gotta we gotta monetize we gotta keep things industry standard absolutely we're absolutely. professionals now <laughs> <laughs> bought the beat um and then and then i was still learning how to mix and, and stuff at the time and i was um really busy and shit um so i recorded all the vocals at my spot um, and I sent them over to a producer I love working with, uh, who goes by Nathan Sloan. Um, he, he mixed the stuff. He mixed it for me. Um, and then he sent it back and, and now I got this amazing track and, uh, I did a music video oh, last year uh, in December with the kid Mo and that video should be coming out, uh, pretty soon too. Fuck, so be on the be on the lookout for the music video. That's my first music video too. What? Okay, okay. congratulations! Yeah, congrats on that. Congrats on it's that. It's Chris season. It's Chris season. <laughs> so it Chris sounds season. like it's this rollout has sort of been. You're really thinking about rollout and giving yourself time to put stuff out. Like you're creating things in advance. Yep. I know you said earlier you've been you've been sitting on this for a minute. Yeah, I've been sitting on this song for a while now, and really, what pushed me to put it out was. Um, Mo's a uh, videographer and and he was like, yo, let me get you a music video for free just because it's, you know, off of love. And so I was like, fuck, what song am I going to do? And I was like, okay, well, I got to put the song out. Yeah. Video. yeah I've I mean, just been sitting on this shit. So he really, so shout out to him uh, for real for uh, making me, you know, put this shit out because people people want to hear this shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like as, as far as like doing your first music video and like just, you know, I guess like the the anxiety that kind of comes with like dropping something for the first time you know like what is what's something that you you thought that you were going to be nervous about that you're probably less nervous about now um i'm i'm less nervous about um so when i did it i was pretty nervous cuz i didn't know what to do i didn't know where to stand um usually when i'm making stuff when i'm doing anything i need to already know what's going to happen in my head Okay. Or I just can't. I yeah. I'll feel bad because I'll be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. You so, kind of have to start with the goal in mind. Yeah, and with ha never having like made music videos or consumed music videos very heavily. Sure, same. Um, I would just didn't really know what to do, but now I have more of a picture of um, you know, how things are put together and what my me doing stuff on camera can can translate and 
yeah that's, that's going to be received by people and how the videographer is going to be able to you know make that pop and yeah be for effective sure with that do you find uh that you have good like synergy with this videographer and does that affect your performance in the video oh yeah we have we have great synergy uh he's he's dope um and and we had a green screen it, it's dope i i can't wait for you guys to yeah, see it. yeah yeah is it is it dropping the same day as the track uh hopefully yeah hopefully, hopefully. If we can get everything ironed out everyone's super busy um I got, I got, I got a show on the fourth, of uh, function at the fork, um, being put on by Julian Outlaw. Oh uh, hell yeah! Hell y'all yeah. should come through if you're in Portland. Definitely come through function at the fork, <laughs> um, on the fourth. All right, hell yeah! The fork cool. on the fourth. The fork yeah. on the fourth. Yeah, it should be easy to remember. <laughs> so going, uh, going back to your writing process, like, do you write to a beat? Like how how do you write a song usually? So for this song, I found the beat and then I was writing it, and I was also experimenting more with repetition and uh, like choruses or hooks. And so I had like an intro that was also the outro and a um, a hook with like a thing a thing tacked on the end that repeats but sometimes doesn't so i was really experimenting with song structure yeah song structure as as well as um i don't know how to describe the flow more i don't know like uh i'm sometimes i'll do the do the breakneck denzel hippity flippity flippity yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not this and and so i was really experimenting more with uh more poetic um symbolic and um feeling based yeah so because uh, it wasn't like so technical it was able to to breathe in different ways right definitely it was more uh of a uh, where the words really really shine yeah yeah definitely no i I noticed that it was definitely like really lyrical like just in the the things that you were saying and like the focus was the things that you were saying not the way that you were saying Mm. facts yeah and and i i feel like a lot of times or i have felt in the past i don't talk a lot about I don't talk about a lot of stuff in my music. I know when I was coming up as a rapper, this is a very common uh, pitfall that a lot of rappers fall into is they rap about being the best rapper. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that is a bit, gets bit played out. Like I love it and I still do it sometimes. Yeah, yeah it's fun to do. But um, <laughs> You can't it, do that in country. Kinda, it can get kind of shallow. It can get kind of shallow. And so I was like, <laughs> I was talking about some real shit in this song. And, and I think it's the type of song that takes multiple listens. Yeah. Oh man, I love songs that take multiple listens just because yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I I just I I love being able to listen to something multiple times and be like, okay, cool. I picked up more than I did the first listen. Me too. I agree. Mm -hmm. And and I want to ask you both, like, is there an artist who really shows that uh the best to you? Just like the depth of content where you have to go back to it? Mm. Aesop Rock. Mm -hmm. Aesop Rock. Yeah. For sure. I accidentally discovered him because uh, uh, he had his stuff on LimeWire under someone else. I don't know who <laughs> really? I was looking for. I might have been looking for Kendrick. Aesop Stone was actually. Aesop Stone. <laughs> sorry, out. I'm sorry. This is why this is my last episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I guess for me, for, me, uh, for me, it was kind of like Sage Francis. Sage Francis was somebody who like I could go back to listen to multiple times and I would just be like, even though I thought I caught all the lines the first time, I would like go back and be like, oh shit, like I never, you know, like as I, I grew older and matured, like I would, there was more stuff that like, I guess I caught and was able to appreciate. 
Well, it's cool how artists can weave such depth into their lyrics um, and like emotion too into their production. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to necessarily understand any of what's happening to really like feel it. Yes. And and that's really what I'm trying to do with this esoteric hip hop thing, dude. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Um, you know, I was coming up, I was like, you know, what the, what genre am I doing, you know, and what kind of music am I trying to make? And um, you know, when I was I I did a show um uh at the Big Lagrowski, um and D Dwilly, one of your previous guests, oh, uh, yeah, reached out to me that. about doing that show. Uh and current with, friend and, and yeah. Malik was Shout out D Dwilly. Also on that on that um and during the, doing that show and um i was like this is esoteric rap and, mm. and people were like what is that yeah it's like that's part of it it's even more esoteric if you don't know what it is <laughs> but it's, it's all about um you may not know exactly what's happening but you feel it in a particular way mm. and and it's um and that's it's like it's put together in the background and then it just it's kind of like a rube goldberg machine like behind the scenes doing all this crazy stuff yeah and then it comes out and then it's, you have this product and that's that's really what it's about yeah yeah I, I like just kind of like the picture you painted about like the the complexities of all the things happening that are like creating like something that's at the end is like consumable and like mm. yeah. yeah yeah do you think content can lose its value if we try too hard to tell the audience what it is mm. or what it means definitely it definitely can because um if Someone said some you said earlier, you know, you can't let the the content create you, right? That mm. we said this uh earlier before before we started rolling. Um if you're if your content becomes con creating content for the sake of content, then that's going to dictate it's all about where the content coming from. Yeah. If if it's coming from um you wanting just to uh create content for the sake of content, your content is gonna be like that it's yeah gonna, yeah it's, it's going to seem like it, you made it for the quantity sake not the quality sake yeah yeah that's something that i struggle with because like i want to create content because i kind of feel like i have to a lot of times mm -hmm. but a lot of the times i feel like i have to put something out i don't actually want to create something mm -hmm. so that's something that i i struggle to find balance with oh yeah yeah, definitely. It's all about finding balance. Yeah, well, I I would say even like similarly so that like there's there's definitely times where I'm I'm just like I need to put something out and it might not be the best thing but it is something. So mm. it's like you can make the case like oh yeah yeah definitely like uh you know quantity over quality and it's like well I mean also at the same time I would be willing to wait for something good as opposed to you know settling yeah. for something mediocre. Like wouldn't you rather like if you had a favorite YouTuber um I'll use Corey Kenshin for example he's mm -hmm. someone who I watch he'll upload now these days maybe a few times a month mm -hmm. at best. Yeah. Uh but I would rather get that one video every 4 months that's really really good than like a daily uninspired like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just hit like search and it's like oh what's the most thing i'll talk about that exactly yeah all right well dope hey i appreciate you uh for sharing that song and i'm actually really looking forward to hearing what you what you got to spit for us uh but we're gonna take a real quick commercial break we will be right back with the smoke break we're here every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m on shady pines radio as well as pretty dope experience radio oh yeah ho 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 yeah Yes, indeed. Oh, yes. That's right. Smell this milk. And it's new Central Time. 10 a.m. 
Sunday morning. Smell this milk. Now on at 10 a.m. What are you doing this Sunday at 10 a.m.? <laughs> I'll tell you what you're doing. You're going to be listening to DJ Sack himself and the werewolf of Shady Pines. Here on Smell This Milk on Shady Pines Radio at 10 a.m. on Sunday. That's 10 a.m. Sunday. Smell This Milk. You're listening to Smell This Milk here on the Shady Pines Radio Network. The werewolf of Shady Pines and DJ Sag himself. Smell This Milk. Smell this milk now on at 10 a.m. Sunday mornings with DJ Sag and the Werewolf. That's right. Shady Pines Radio now presents Smell This Milk at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Be there or be a stupid little shit. Smell This Milk is not responsible for the content of this message or anything that is said by this dumb jackass. Hey, wait, what? Hi, I'm that dumb jackass from that commercial. <laughs> uh, welcome to the smoke break. <laughs> I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? And Chris the Great. Ooh. All right, so uh, Malik, you're gonna you're gonna kick a song for us, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and understand you a little bit more through that music. So uh, yeah, all right, you want to tell us that, a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit. Um, so this is a song that I wrote to sort of describe um, the deep alignment that I feel with hip hop, and if I try to explain it with words anymore, then it will just be less cool. So. All right, perfect. Well, let's go ahead and drop that beat. Let's get into it. Kill that shit. <clears throat> Thank you. Bars. Uh, all right. What's poppin', people? Malik Rayshon. This song is actually coming out uh, next Wednesday. This upcoming Wednesday. AJK. Early in the morning. Um, and I'm going to need a little bit of crowd participation. So this is how it's going to go. Like this. When I say hip, you say hop. Hip, hop. Hip hop. When I say don't, you say stop. Don't stop. stop. Don't stop. Hip hop lives in my DNA. It's me and the rhymes at the end of the day. This the only way people listen to what I say. My mission's to awaken the real and all of the fake. My name is Malik. One eight seven any beat. Born and raised in Portland, Oregon, the rest is history I'll take a victory lap after I finish this rap Then I'll require a nap because my stamina's at I'm the captain, ain't talking about crunch Speaking on the facts, instead of leaning on a hunch uh, Bunch of bull, we be leaving under rugs Some of us forgotten what it means to come from love When push comes to shove, don't run and hide I take a step back, observe what's deep inside Set aside my pride, prioritize humility Empathy's a supernatural ability Whack MCs get no type of sympathy Listen to the streets and assume accountability The spirit of hip-hop has been instilled in me Let me hear you scream if you're feeling me When I say hip, y'all say hop Hip, hop, hip, hop When I say don't, y'all say stop Don't stop, don't stop Hip-hop lives in my DNA It's me and the rhymes at the end of the day It's the only way people listen to what I say My mission's to awaken the real on all of the fake 
music is my medicine, I've been so sick The pencil is my weapon, the mic's an extended clip The instrumental is my temple of prayer I swear this level of dedication is rare Prepared to bear the burden of repair in our communities Hip-hop has offered the optimal opportunity Peace, love, unity, and respect are the goals I'ma keep on flowing no matter what I've been told Ten years old, what my teacher said to me My dreams of emceeing will probably never come to be Luckily, my inner voice is so persistent I've always been consistent with this hip-hop commitment The path of least resistance isn't one that's too appealing I'd rather make a difference with some lyrical healing Revealing deep truth that's been hidden for ages From the page to the stage with the wisdom of the sages When I say hip, y'all say hop Hip, hop, hip, hop when I say don't, y'all say stop, don't stop, don't stop Hip-hop lives in my DNA, it's me and the rhymes at the end of the day This the only way people listen to what I say My mission's to awaken the real and all of the fake Alright, hey, hell yeah, thank that shit you hard. For real, that's when is that dropping? Uh, Wednesday, uh, this Wednesday at 8.45 a.m. on SoundCloud. You can follow me on SoundCloud at M-A-L-I-K space R-A-Y-S-H-O-N. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, so something that you said that uh, almost like towards the end was just it, it might have even been in the hook. Just the idea that like this is the only way people listen to what I say. Like, mm. is that something that you you feel very deeply? <laughs> yes, sir, Bob. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless you're tuning into the smoke break, uh, I feel that um, I I don't typically get to express in a way where I feel like I can be full and be like the entire exist in the entire expression that I need to communicate because it's just it's overwhelming. It's, it's not the space. It's not the time, not the right person. It's whatever reason. Right. Um, and I definitely did grow up with a bit of a chip on my shoulder, feeling like I am ignored or misunderstood or whatever. Right. So I learned to transfer that frustration into very intentional expression on the beat so yeah that line yeah yeah no i i think that it's it's really cool when we're able to find any form of self-expression to uh be able to communicate how we're feeling like art is such an important thing for that um what about you would you say that like there's certain things that you feel you can say in hip-hop that like maybe you wouldn't be able to say yourself um definitely and also i think you know every every message comes in a medium and an aesthetic and um certain aesthetics are make things be taken more or less seriously sure right like um an academic paper is going to be using all this jargon and whatnot yeah and people are going to take it really seriously it's, oh look at look at the jargon look at look at the big words <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously but how many syllables you know when <laughs> and, and so if when you come come at it uh on a hip-hop record uh you're you're instantly people you just get more respect because you're just especially in hip-hop and with in the black community sure people are like yeah bro that dude's hard yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. like, like it do doesn't matter who you are in hip-hop if if you're hard bro you're hard yeah yeah definitely if your art comes from a true place too it's always going to be hard yeah um because you know people i think there's a lot of 
places that you we can make art from. I mean, an infinite amount of space sure, sure. from our own experience, what we've seen from the artists that inspire us, or maybe sure. our friends who are in the streets or whatever. But once you're creating like what's true to you, and that's why like to me this the song that I performed is so in line with not just my identity as an artist, but like as a human being, because like in that space I found that human if that makes sense sure sure yeah well i mean it it sounds like music has played like a role in you being able to communicate things that maybe you felt like you can communicate outside of of hip-hop like what's been your experience with feeling like you're coming across uh more authentically in hip-hop like what is how has Mm -hmm. that been fulfilling for you well, I would say even just looking at it on like a songwriting level, just like writing, uh, which could be journaling or any type of uh, writing expression like that, uh, to be able to know that like, well, if I go say this to uh, my partner or my friend or my mom or whoever, the conversation is only going to go so far yet. If I'm able to just write through it um, and like that's how I started just writing in general mm. and then once i realized that it could actually be songs um then i wrote my first song as a diss track against my seventh grade teacher. i may have mentioned it on a <laughs> previous episode but i think you played that for me Did you play that for me no it doesn't i was it, never recorded i just wrote it down on a piece of paper are you playing me a, a my, different diss my, yeah a different teacher diss track <laughs> I made a lot of diss songs back in the day. Yeah, uh, uh, teachers do better. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> seriously. But I've retired from the dissing game. It's all love now. Yeah. You know, empathy is a supernatural ability. Ain't it? That's a hard I'm line. To, thank yeah. you. I, I appreciate that. And I kind of do want to just highlight that line, too, for a second, because mm-hmm. I obviously empathy is not easy for everyone, or I God would say no. most people. And I find myself often in times where like if like it's okay if I'm over here and you're you're over here, but sometimes that conflicts Mm -hmm. those maybe opposing perspectives Mm -hmm. and that's okay. But I think that sometimes I lack empathy for whatever's going on Mm -hmm. over there. Mm -hmm. And so to me, like that line was almost like a reminder of a couple things. One that, uh, if I want to see myself as in line with the, my higher powers, I feel I am, then being an empathetic human is something that is in my best, best interest to want to do. And also it's like a reminder that, hey, this is a super human thing that yeah. you're trying to do. So give yourself grace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I, I just appreciate that ex- perspective of giving yourself grace because empathy is such a difficult thing. Like it's, it's barely, it's barely easy to recognize that we're feeling bad about something. So it's even harder to recognize that somebody else is also feeling bad and understand why they're feeling bad. And it's one thing to recognize. It's another thing to give a shit, right? Cause yeah. you can recognize and be like, okay, we'll quit crying because we're trying to handle business. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's it's like a it's like a surrender I would say like caring about people really is a surrender. The only reason people say I don't care, I said this to one of my students this week too cuz I was just like asking a bunch of questions like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. And I'm like, you know, to me that's like a defense, you know? It's protecting against loss or embarrassment or shame or whatever. Um yeah, you can't really like lose if you're not invested, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I can't lose if I never try. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Would you say that um, you kind of have like a, a similar um, just mindset on on like on loss and things like that? Um, I think that when when you're like, cause cause some people would be like, oh yeah, I, I don't give a fuck about about anything, bro. But it's like that's not true. Yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> like yeah. you're just you're just capping right now. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's definitely a defense mechanism for um, you know, any any type of potential. A negative outcome but um really i th- love is really what builds stuff like in 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 uh you know human society right people will be like oh capitalism and and uh competition you know that's what builds everything but no bro because everyone in in your capitalist company is cooperating together those people yeah. over there are also cooperating together what if you both just cooperated right now what what would that be better hmm. yeah you yeah. know what i mean I like so that. so yeah definitely like love is and empathy is a it's almost a form of rationality in helping you make the most rational decision like people will be like oh you got to make a logical decision don't make decisions off of emotion Mm -hmm. but your emotions can inform especially if you have a lot of empathy Mm -hmm. can inform how you should act like oh i feel really bad when i just punch someone else in the face maybe i shouldn't do that anymore yeah absolutely absolutely it's surprising that that's not as common as it should be i suppose just the rationale of like this thing would hurt someone so i shouldn't do it and maybe yeah maybe it does exist universally it's just like what that looks like for each of us is different yeah so we could probably all agree that like punching people in the face isn't a good idea but for someone else like i punched him in the face like that's what you do in this situation right 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 so it's just it's like all reference points like what's acceptable behavior what's considered like like what's the line between um i'm looking out for myself and i'm doing what i'm supposed to do and like i am actually hurting another person in the attempt to defend myself yeah yeah i can definitely i can definitely see um like just i i guess like having enough compassion to understand somebody's situation but not so much compassion that you excuse the situation yeah Definitely. I think that's that's definitely important. Um, yeah, I'd be struggling with that with myself because I'd be excusing my own damn self on my own bullshit. Yeah, it's all like, about balance. Oh, I'll get better. So yeah. I just won't yet. Yeah, I just won't yet. <laughs> it's not that I'm not right. I'm just not right now. Thank you. Thank you. God, Shout out. Oh my God. Uh, I don't feel. Yeah, don't, don't. Like it's but he's he's he, he's wrong all the time. Um, shout out, shout out <laughs> but to that my, line was right now. Um, shout out to my uncle. I can no longer defend. <laughs> so I guess with like um like going forward, you know, with music and stuff like that, how how do you want to um make this next year look different than maybe last year? Mm, I would say more collaboration, definitely. Um, I don't know if it's a secret or not, but uh-huh. I got some stuff I'm working on with Chris coming out. Okay, yep. Super excited. I got some stuff with Zaiku coming out. Um, I may or may not have some stuff with Zane coming out. We'll see. We're working uh, on it. We're working on it. What the universe allows. <laughs> um, I got some stuff with my sister and her friend, uh, Portia, Brie and Portia out in Georgia um we're working on some together also it's featuring keys by uh purple matter uh oh, super nice. impressive producer super artist super person dope. go purple check did him my out. last uh, track yes and okay. i believe did you did you send me purple when you sent me purple yeah yeah i think i think i was like yo you need to connect with it. Oh. thanks yeah. for doing that he sent me those keys 
crazy. Yeah, yeah. I cried when I heard it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Full breakdown as soon as I heard it. Yeah, definitely yeah. one of the um, best producers in Portland for real. Yeah. Dang. See, now you say that I'm coming for you. Purple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Yeah>. war now. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with a smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Hey, are you Prague Curious? Have you ever wondered what that would feel like? Just, you know, wanted to explore a little bit, you know? Have you ever wanted to you know, hold on to that or you know, be touched there? Or just kind of wonder. I wonder if I would like that. Well, you can tune in to the Prague Hour here on Shady Pines Radio on Tuesdays from two to three p.m. and um, you can explore your Prague curiosities in a safe and nurturing environment with your host, Reagan Lindy. And we are back with the Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? And Chris the Great. Choo! All right, so we are about to ask a question from the game Let's Get Real, bro. I lost the card, so we're asking a new. It's in my hand, actually. It's not. It is in your hand. You're right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I just denied your reality, Dang, and I apologize. I'm curious what that one is. I'm... Let me read both of them, and can I choose one? Yes, you can. Okay. Just cool. this time. It's a special day. It's a special day. Mm. I actually like this one better. All right, let's do it. Okay, so the question is, if you are asked to work on solving a single problem for the rest of your life, mm. what would it be? Mm. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. God damn. That you one's have, not even super fucking real. Your shit? Yeah. Well, I hope you get that figured out, man. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I just want to <laughs> fix uh, things with holes in them. <laughs> What's uh? What, what about you, Chris? You got you got like a, 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 a an ill that you would like to to cure the world of. Um, you know, schizophrenia, psychosis. Yeah, fuck. some pretty pretty Please bad do. shit. Please that, do. Um, fix it. We got very little info on. So mm -hmm. it's like schizophrenia and the ocean are like two super unexplored areas they're like as unexplored as each other that's what i would say it's like you got deep water squids in there and you got like brain chemistry yeah figure yeah. that shit out yeah we gotta figure that shit out gotta figure that shit out yeah yeah why uh why do you think schizophrenia is is something that would be something that you would want to focus on um well i'm i work in the mental health field mm -hmm. um and I've also, I've dealt with psychosis. Mm -hmm. um, people around me have dealt with psychosis. A lot more people have dealt with psychosis than um, you would expect because you're like, oh, the person, they're crazy. They seem like they're doing right. <laughs> um, but yeah, th those are things that are super important to me. And I also think it's super interesting. Yeah, yeah. Is it just kind of like the the lack of reality that... Yeah, and, and the fact that um, um, you really... It's you know it it devolves your your brain, um, but also that person has another reality. You know what I mean. And 
I feel like there's a lot of things we can learn about that as well from as uh, from a like a disability perspective of like, you know, we live in a world made for sane people by sane people Mm -hmm. and, you know, having a different perspective, just like any marginalized group like um, like black uh, trans feminist women, you know, those are the people who are really doing the feminist movement. Right. Um, So like, you know, people who suffer from lack of sanity mm-hmm. yeah you know, they they have a particular perspective that can really benefit society yeah yeah and those voices are so often just thrown out cast away invalidated gaslit the list goes on yeah very unfortunate yeah yeah <gasps> <laughs> um so zane how about you what is the question i forgot what the question was uh, uh, what, is the, what is the what problem um i have one if you don't have one already yeah, you go ahead and tell me yours. Okay, fucking whack MCs. Whack MCs. Right. Let's fix the problem. I said it in the song. <laughs> um, what what is it? What whack MCs get no type of sympathy, right? So mm. I show empathy, but no if you're sympathy. a whack MC, I have no fucking sympathy. Here's why: because I absolutely hate it when I tell someone that I'm a rapper mm-hmm. and I already know what type of image is going through their head it's the lean it's the misogyny it's the you know just general lack of care of self yeah and it's it's really sad because all that is like based in stereotypes and obviously they have examples that they can pull from and look to but of course then it's like well why is that something that thrives we don't choose what is successful in the uh music industry we just play into things right um so i just to me i say that whack rappers need to be dealt with what is it need to be fixed fixed solved (laughs) solved the problem of whack mcs need to be solved because the role of like an mc in hip-hop is actually so important to society of uplifting our consciousness allowing us to like see things outside of what we're able to see with our eyes every day And it can also equally be a space to plunge even deeper into that same shit that keeps us blind, that keeps us deaf, that makes it impossible for us to make decisions that have our best interest. So if you're a whack MC, just stop. Stop. You don't need to do this. Or reform. (laughs) (laughs) Get more informed. Get more informed. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely think that, you know, like because hip hop is such an influential genre that like it needs to be respected and used properly. You know, like because you because anybody who's given a microphone is given an opportunity to speak and be heard. So, like, if you are not using that to the best of its ability, then like you're 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 taking space away from somebody who could use it better. And I'm glad you said that, because take into account, like we didn't get to speak like Mm -hmm. that wasn't something that we were historically allowed to do. We had to create that space to do that thing. And uh, now that we've done that and we've created that space, there needs to be like, and I think there is to an extent, Mm. but just a very intentional um, means of protecting what it is and what it means to our ancestors that created the shit. Um, Because it, it, music is fluid, right? But hip hop is a spirit. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a whole freaking way of being yeah yeah. it's not going to go anywhere but we do have to protect it and so 
Yeah. Whack MC's gotta go. Gotta Whack go. MC's gotta go. Get him right. out of here. Yeah. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. And, and I'll say I was whack once. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, you know, we 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 all were not the best, and that's why us doing better is impressive. You yep. know. Like, you and that's why I feel confident, you know, speaking on whack rappers, because I was one of them for a minute. Mm. I was I was a rapper that you would not want to listen to for more than five minutes. I will also say I used to be a whack rapper. Um, I will say I was currently a, a whack rapper, but <laughs> <laughs> man, spoken like a true artist. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. If I wasn't self-deprecating, would I be me? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope that I can still be me without being self-deprecating. <laughs> um, let me see. I guess for mine, I think the thing I've been trying to like, uh, the thing that I wish there was less of, if I could fix in the world, would just be like. Communication. Um, I feel like that's something that, like, you know, I've said it probably a million times, but it's the one thing that we do our entire lives, but we never get taught how to do. And I feel like because we don't know how to do it um, the way that might be most effective, we do it in different ways. And, like, for somebody who does struggle with, like, reality, like, things like passive aggression, fucking, they, I, I can't, I have a hard time grasping my own reality. So it's mm -hmm. like if that reality is being denied it becomes even harder to yeah. to be able to try to understand, you know? Um, but yeah, I guess that that would, that would probably be mine because I think that like a lot of um, healing can be, can happen with communication, but like it has to be on both sides. Yeah. You can't communicate at someone. Yeah. It's always got to be like a dance. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's you say, it's you saying your first thing, them saying their next thing, and then you responding to their first thing, then saying your next thing. Yeah. What? Building a house. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, has there been like, and I'm sure there's been several, but maybe just like a time recently where uh, you experienced less than ideal communication from someone and it kind of like messed something up for you or for the experience? Yeah, yeah, I definitely would say that like um there have there have been times where it's like I thought repair was the thing that I was creating but harm was the thing I was creating more of. Ooh. Which is fucking frustrating, you know? Because it's like if you go into something with the intent to make it better and it makes it worse, then you feel like there's really no hope to making anything better, you know? If yeah. if not saying anything isn't fixing the problem and saying something isn't fixing the problem, then mm. like what is your alternative? Run away. Run away. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, fight, flight, or fucking freeze. Fright, flight, fright, or fuck off. Yeah, yeah there you that's, go. That's <laughs> um, so, like, what's your favorite, I guess, what's your favorite, like, communication skill that you've picked up over the years? Um, I would say it's it's asking people if they have space to talk. You know, that's, uh, that's like probably... Consent? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's it's being like, hey, do you have space to have this conversation? If they don't have space to have a conversation, then anything you are about to say all of a sudden becomes like this very intrusive, like, I don't want to talk. So, you know what I mean? Like, if you haven't even established whether it's okay to talk, anything that you have to say, whether valid or not, like, mm. it hasn't been consented to. You know, consent to conversations is something that I literally never heard of until recently, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And well. it makes so much sense after you hear it. Chris, uh, what are some memories that you have with less than ideal communication? Um, Less than ideal communication. I'm a pretty good communicator. Or maybe generally. like from other people. Yeah, for, yeah. Getting stuff from other people sometimes... Because I'm so, I don't know, I'm really on my P's and Q's about most stuff I do. 
um sometimes i'll just assume other people are like gonna be on their p's and q's with, with shit mm-hmm. and then they aren't and then i'm just like what's wrong with you yeah you know what i mean like um i don't know um but I, d- I did just move into a new spot with like three roommates and so we're going through all the roommate yeah. communication yeah. shit right now um how smooth is or isn't that going it's actually going pretty well because uh we're, we're all uh pretty good friends yeah um nice. but but then there's still like some stuff where people would just look at the space differently and so we actually had um a, a meeting like the other night we had like a formal meeting i was taking notes and shit mm-hmm. i was like <laughs> with this real shit we're having a conversation communication mm. right now right here um and this, so we can get everybody's perspective and i think perspective is super important when communicating with someone else Absolutely. because then you can see uh how they're seeing things so you can just better understand them and communicate more effectively yeah i like that you said that just because it is communicating from a place of their understanding not your understanding of what you think their understanding should be facts yeah also communication only really works and it, when it's an attempt to understand versus like an attempt to give you information that I think is going to solve the problem, like, no, I need to truly understand like where you're coming from and also understand where I was coming from in the situation, why I felt how I felt, why yeah. I reacted, how I reacted. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Del, well, we are going to take a real quick commercial break and we will be right back with a smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. What's up, everybody? It's Lady. It's Anna. And we have a show for you called The Outhouse that happens every Sunday, 7 to 8 Pacific Standard Time on Shady Vines Radio. It sure does. We got a lot of country music. We got a lot of shit talk. Lots of shit talk. So come on down. Treat it like it's your church. Every Sunday, we're here for you. Amen. See y'all there. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. It's well pretty dope experience radio. I'm your host, Joel Pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon and Chris the Great. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So we're going to close out with what are you excited for? One of my favorite parts to talk about just because I get to know everybody a little bit more. And uh, yeah, I feel like this is a, definitely an important episode to ask that question on. So, Chris, tell me, what are you excited for? I'm excited for the drop of my new song, Not Involved coming out on february 2nd um as well as that music video uh, that should be dropping along with it as well as the album it's going to be on uh working title right now is myth magic and time travel no idea when that's gonna be done because i'm on my own goddamn schedule hey there you go there you go what do you think wait what do you think uh is the benefit to working on your own schedule um I think it get, it just has you have so much more compassion for for the for what you're doing in in your art but also there's the downside of like I've been trying to do mix a song like a week and sometimes I'll get behind on stuff but sometimes it's good I got behind cuz like I was doing something else that was important yeah. um and and I I think it's mostly good because I'm not feeling pressured or rushed mm. and I can just take my time finish it up how I like and things change as I approach the the music each time, as time goes on, I change as a yeah, person. So when I sure. come back to the songs and I'm and I'm mixing them, I got more knowledge, uh, more perspective, and it it just changes. And I think it makes everything better. Yeah. So almost like the more time it takes you to make something, like the more 
you're able to take the nourishment from your life and like put that into the project. Yeah, I I I very uh, heavily believe that life is really you have to have that at the forefront of making your art. Just like you said earlier with like the lean misogyny, if that if that's your life, obviously yeah, your art's going to be like that, but it's it's going to impact your art. And yeah. you can say negative or or positively, but yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna impact your art, and I don't do lean and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been like listening to maybe music that you were making in a dark time of your life, and do you ever look at that slew of songs and you're like, damn, like, or maybe like at the time you were going through it, listening to the songs you were making helped you realize what space you were really in versus where you thought you might have been. Yeah, I think music um all, all art but music in particular is very like retrospective in that when you look back at it you can kind of see it better than when it first comes out yeah uh, it's, it's it really becomes in more of a uh a landscape that you can get it gets contextualized right just by time passing and um i made i made myth magic and time travel when i was dealing with a lot of uh stuff from you know having bipolar disorder and just having trouble dealing with reality yeah. and having, uh, you know, just crazy ass thoughts. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and when I say crazy, I don't, I don't mean it. Yeah. yeah I, I, you work in the mental health field, so you know what it means, but you also know what it means to you is, is yeah. like, I, I, I similarly struggle with bipolar and like realizing that some of like, even when I'm describing it to my friends, I'm like, these are crazy thoughts. Like I understand that they're crazy. Like yeah. I thought my friends were trying to poison me. Like that's how yeah. crazy that it got out there. I've like, actually had I that same not brought this rice and shit. I don't want to trigger you. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what were you going to say, Chris? I'll I've, I've actually had that that same experience of, and I think it's a common experience because, uh, actually, I have no fucking clue why that's a common experience. That's yeah. that's why we're trying to explore that shit like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that that's cool that you you kind of picked that uh, as the the ill that you would try to fix is because that's something that you know, like an ill that you experience. Yeah, you know. So I think that you know, it, even having the compassion for people similarly struggling is like something that you can only really have being a person who has struggled. Yeah, definitely. Are you grateful for struggle or would you rather be without? I'm definitely grateful for struggle. And, but I also don't think that you need to struggle to like learn or grow or you can't have compassion if you've never struggled. Yeah, Obviously yeah. you will gain compassion if you do struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think just from, from being um, a well-developed person, mm-hmm. um, you can, you can have compassion and make good art. You can make good art without having to suffer. I feel yeah. Like. Well, I think that definitely. that's that's definitely like something that gets confused is that like you know artists think that they have to be struggling or they have to be suffering in order. Like you're not funny if you're not struggling. You're not mm-hmm. creating art if you're not creating it from a space of struggle. Like I, I think that's yeah. that's that is a common misconception that like you have to be hurting in order to make music. And it's like that that keeps certain people, I guess, like in a space where they they feel like they have to be hurting in order to create. And well, that's, look at Eminem, man. I mean. He he said in plenty of interviews, like, I love when people talk shit to me because then I have something to write about, mm-hmm. which is wild to me because I'm like, bro, you're like top class rapper. Yeah, you can rap about anything else besides that. Literally. <laughs> and you need someone to come at you for mm-hmm. inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I think it's just because, you know, your art is going to come from your life. So um, if your life is boring as fuck, then 
you you're gonna have boring as fuck art but if you're struggling and shit then your your art is gonna be full Mm -hmm. of passion and it's gonna come come from that that struggle and yeah yeah well i think like a lot more people um are struggling than are doing well you know so it's like it's an easy thing to relate to but it's not the only thing to relate to because the people who are doing well don't want to listen to your shit about you how you're doing poorly well see that brings me to a question that i was going to ask like does anyone not struggle because i feel like person like everyone's going to perceive something in their life as a struggle mm-hmm. um i might look at their struggle and be like really your wi-fi turned off for an hour right, okay right. Uh, but to them like Maybe they had a paper due in an hour and maybe like that some was the family that- shit happened. They weren't able to study. Now they don't have time. Like, yeah. I don't know. But struggle, everybody struggles in some way. Um, so I don't know if if we if the argument is that we do need to struggle to create art, then we all struggle somehow, some way. Yeah. And maybe even if it's in the struggle knowing. to create art. Yeah. yeah. Or the struggle to be aware of what it is that like is going on in our lives. What is our struggle? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What about you? What are you excited for? I am excited to be spending more time working on my content for y'all. Uh, maybe not particularly like you specifically, <laughs> but, um, you know, whoever be tuning into my YouTube and my SoundCloud. I previously had had some conversations with y'all about like weekly content and trying to do that whole thing. It at the time that I was doing weekly content, it was like possible, but it wasn't comfortable or sustainable. Sustainable, yeah. Um, and so I was kind of bummed about that. Uh, but I'm looking forward to having more time and space to be able to, I guess, like try again. And I'm not, I don't want to get ahead of myself and be like, yeah, I got this. But what I will say is last week's good. I have the song for next week and I'm I could I'm probably gonna make the beat for the following week tomorrow. Yeah. So I just that's where I'm at right yeah. now and I'm really looking forward to just pushing and pushing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're just you're a super talented producer, super talented rapper, you know, and it's like to to know that like you are going to be spending more time doing the things that like you are already just super dope at. And like that's I think that that's that's a really um, unique way to to spend your time is because like once once you you are like hey this is what I'm passionate about it became it becomes easier to devote time towards that a hundred percent and and it's my intention to now I, I guess like put the same energy that you put into like early smoke break into yeah. Malik makes beats so that every week like I know people are looking forward to it it's every week on the dot yep Wednesdays eight forty five yeah every week um. I don't want to fucking jinx it. I really didn't want to say those words out loud. I actually wish I didn't. But now I did. Uh, so it's a thing. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, I'll say that. And then I'm I'm also going to say just like I'm looking forward to being present more to a connection with you without like the host yeah weight as well being on that for sure because i don't think we've been able to have like a whole lot of just like homie time and just like music time and shit yeah definitely um, so i'm looking forward to a lot of that and yeah. i think it'll it'll do us some good yeah absolutely absolutely yeah we worked on we worked on that beat last time and that was like literally Ooh. like one of the the things that kind of just was like oh yeah like this is something that like you enjoy doing this is something that like you're good at doing this is something that like you 
can spend more time on doing and not feel like you're not giving time to the other things, you know? So I, I, I really think that it is important to be able to reframe things in a, in a sense of like, this, this is important to me, but this might be more important to me. And the thing that's more important to me is the thing that I'm going to, at the end of the day, feel the best about putting more time into. Mm -hmm. And I'll say it's helpful to make the decision to like go a different way when mm. I know how intertwined the paths are. So it's like, exactly. If I'm, if I'm right with you here, it wouldn't feel much different if I'm like, also over here like going the same direction yeah exactly exactly probably with like the half of the same group of people you know yeah yeah um not trying to steal your fans but <laughs> hey if 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 we're, we're sharing an audience is how i like to think about it <laughs> yeah it's like a lift ride share <laughs> yeah 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 so we're we're ride sharing audiences <laughs> your card pooling audiences <laughs> um and i'm excited to make music with my friends that's just the biggest thing Especially this new shit that's about to come out with crazy. Yeah. Y'all don't even know. Yeah, also, no. no idea when it's going to come out. Y'all will just no have idea. to. And like, Olivia says, uh, now we're all going to show up at your house on Wednesday at 830, demanding that you, uh, demanding what you promised us, Malik. So you are, yeah. Dude. That's fair. Well, I'll be, now. I'll be on my way to work. So you'll have to like, <laughs> just, just message Catch him on the max. Catch him yeah. on the max. Yeah, catch uh, me on the blue line. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's super dope. Um, yeah, I guess for me, what I'm excited for, um, I would say, I think I said it last week, but like medication. Medication is, uh, it's the thing that, you know, like I said, like I, I was convinced I was being poisoned, you know, like literally the other day. So it's, it's like, okay, like I realize that I'm getting out there, you know, and like just even having that understanding and compassion for myself that like I can't operate at my best if I'm not feeling my best. And the, my art is going to suffer as a result, you know, like I, if I'm coming from a place of like, you know, believing all these thoughts, then like, I'm not even addressing the ills of the world. I'm addressing the ills of my perception. Mm. And so I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, being able to find, uh, you know, the, the closest thing to reality and be able to differentiate the things that like I did think were delusions and the things that like were actually present. Like, I think being able to, to tell the difference is going to, you know, greatly influence my output, greatly influence the the things that I want to output. Um, you know, I, it's I, I for having a mental health podcast, I don't take that good care of my mental health. <laughs> you know, like I really don't. And that's that's the thing that, you know, it's it's almost more frustrating knowing what you should be doing and having not done it. It's very know? frustrating. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Have you would you say that there's anything that you've similarly where you're just like, I, I wish I could fix this and knowing that knowing how I could, but not being able to is more frustrating. Yeah. Diet, exercise, and substance use, I mm -hmm. feel, are a foundation for anyone's well-being and especially mental health for people who suffer from psychotic disorders. Yeah. Um, you need to be getting your fruits and veggies. You need to be getting enough protein. You need to be getting sunlight and vitamin D. Motherfucking sleep. <laughs> yeah, sleep is super important mm -hmm. there you need to have a uh, good uh sleep hygiene mm -hmm. which is like when you go to sleep at the same time maybe you get a, a nice warm glass of milk before you go to bed yeah yeah kind of have like a sleep ritual yeah how much for you does like social support play into that uh setup i mean for me i've always had a lot of social support so much to the point where i'll just like forget that i have it sometimes yeah. and then uh just like when like maybe i'll go mia because i'm like doing mental health people hell people would just be hitting me up like yo where are you mm -hmm. and i'm just like oh you know i guess people care about me yeah absolutely absolutely no i 
Sometimes it's a shock to, so, sorry, let me slow down. Sometimes it's a shock to the system when we have those moments when we're like, oh shit, those people love me. Like they're reaching out and I didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, hey, Chris, I appreciate you. Malik, I'm going to miss the shit out of you, but thank you so much for coming by for one more, sharing some music. Yeah. Um, thank you for having me, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you folks so much. That's been The Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I've been your host, your old pal Zane. This has been Malik Rayshon for the last time. I love you all. And Chris the Great. Peace. Later, players. Nice.